0: and you're listening to the Road Freedom Pod. You find me on Instagram and Twitter at @matchlava and today is Wednesday, May 26th, 2021. And it's been it's been an interesting day, I think. I've had a lot going on with my day job that's been kind of the norm as of late. So, that's taken up a lot of my time. I really didn't even get some time to work on my reselling business during lunch or anything like that. So, a little bit of a slow day for reselling. I haven't really listed anything today but I have gotten some offers and I got a couple sales that came in, a potential sale that's coming in as well. Somebody offered me, I think $60 for three of these sweater vests I picked up at Ross. And that was one of my better hauls that I've had in like, like, just on retail arbitrage, that was like something that really, it wasn't crazy, but it was just like a nice little haul. And Ross every year around Christmas, like right after Christmas, there's a few weeks. And then after everybody quits buying, they just clearance out everything on mega clearance. And I bought, I don't know how many pairs of size, like 50 waist and 30 size like pants, like insanely large pants for your average human. And I ended up listing those up on eBay and getting most of them sold, which is kind of crazy. And then I got all these sweater vests and stuff. And those sweater vests, I think they cost me like 50 cents a piece. They were like 49 cents. So I think the person offered me 60 bucks for three. So if you think about that flip, you're gonna be, I'm gonna be making roughly, I think I can cram those all in like a flat rate so I'll probably ship them all for about eh, maybe like eight to ten bucks depending on if it's flat rate or if I end up going with just regular priority mail but a dollar fifty to sixty bucks I'll take every day so overall like just a really really good haul there and sometimes you just find those and and you got to be looking you got to be out there and looking for them but you'll come across them if you look hard enough and you continue to look and you can see the value and mind the value within the clearance racks and stuff like that so Either way, that happened today. It was That was one of the, the better things that I sold. A lot of the retail arbitrage items that I've gotten in have been sold off, which has been really nice. Like I said, I'm trying to really focus on very, very, ex- not expensive, but really, really quick moving items and maybe lower margins at some point, but at the same time, trying to get fast movers. So even if the ROI is a little bit less, the, the speed and the velocity is what really makes up for it. And you see this with bigger companies, right? You see places like Walmart make one to 2% on the the average or like 3% on the average, but they're doing such a high velocity that they're super profitable. Where if I did 3% on my business, it would, it would take me $100,000 worth of sales just to make $3,000, that's insane. But Walmart can do that because they have the velocity, they have the infrastructure, and they have a very, very large system where they, they know what they're doing. They're very, very smart. They're very good at what they do. And they're obviously much better at it than me. And that's why they are a billion-dollar company. So that's that's kind of why I try to go a little bit more vol- velocity and volume because you can see bigger companies do it and do it at scale. and And that's one of the ways that you can scale. And so that's kind of what I've been working on right now. Now, I did get some retail arbitrage items in recently, and I just gotta take a moment and touch on probably one of the more bizarre things that's happened to me with retail arbitrage. So, I bought a PlayStation the other day, and they released, I ended up hitting on one, and they shipped it out from Walmart. And I was like, okay, whatever, like, this is cool. This'll come in, and I'll get it sold. Well, the PlayStation came in yesterday, and I immediately noticed, I was like, this box looks completely messed up. So, like, the outside of the Walmart box was just super, super, like, messed up. Not, like, not just, like, a little bit. Like, the, it looks like a whole side had been slashed and then retaped. And I was like, well, maybe it broke during shipping. Like, I don't understand what's going on here. It just looks really, really badly damaged. So, I was like, okay, that's not a big deal. I've had badly damaged boxes before. But I opened it up and, like, was immediately hit with this strong like cleaning scent like almost like a bottle of cleaner and I was like what is going on like this is not normal for a Walmart package so I opened it up and I felt like something wet inside which was gross and I was like okay this is not this is not good as I started to look in there somebody had tossed in an entire bottle of car cleaner and I'm not sure exactly why that happened or, or where it happened, but the entire bottle of car cleaner, not the entire bottle, but a decent bit of it had leaked all over this PlayStation. So, like, just imagine a brand-new PlayStation box with just car cleaner fluid leaked all over it. It's disgusting. The, the like, paint on the... or the, whatever they used to put the labeling on the PlayStation box was all coming off and flaking off and the boxes were ruined. Like, it was just a mess. And I'm like, okay, this is a $500 item, and some idiot threw car cleaning fluid all over it. And, like, I was pretty not happy like I was pissed because I was like okay what like what's going on here who was the guy at Walmart that did this or was the guy at FedEx and my kind of my theory about it is that probably somebody at FedEx did it because it looked like the box had been slashed during shipping and like cut open and then the item had been thrown in just by the way that the mark looked like it was completely cut open and I was like this doesn't look right and then it was taped back up like shoddily taped back up just covered in tape and I was like okay like so it looked like somebody at a FedEx distribution center. I don't know why, but they got some sort of car cleaner and just chucked it in there from like whatever they would use for the trucks. And maybe they loosened the cap because they wanted it to go all over the PlayStation. I have no idea. It, it was bizarre to say the least. But either way, I was not happy because now this $500 item was potentially ruined. I mean, it could have been broken. And so I jumped on a chat with Walmart and I was like, hey, like, this is what's going on. I don't know what you guys are going to do, but you need to do something about this. And at one point, I was demanding them ship me another PlayStation, which I did not think would work because they were out of stock, and it didn't work. They were like, no, we we don't have any in stock, which is kind of true and kind of not. I'm sure if they went to some Walmart warehouse somewhere, they'd be able to find one, but chances are, like, they are out of stock for the associates, like, on the website and stuff. They can't just buy one, or else they do it for themselves. So I was like, okay, well, fine. If you can't do that, then I want a discount. And they offered me a $25 promo code for this thing. I was like, no, like, this is... Like, at least $100 worth of damage, because it's probably going to lose a decent amount of value based off of what the damages were to the box. And I didn't know what the inside of the PlayStation looked like, because I didn't want to open it and look in there, because it would be open at that point. And that was kind of a a bad way of thinking about it. I realized later on that it doesn't matter if it's open, I'm probably not even going to use the outer box anyways, because it looks like it's completely destroyed. So I ended up opening up the PlayStation in the middle of me talking to a walmart associate and realized that like it really hadn't penetrated the the inner box it's like double box which is kind of nice and the inner box didn't have any like show or wear or anything like that of of this car cleaner so either way it was fine but they still caused a decent amount of damage to the outside of the box And if you're looking at that for resale purposes that could be a significant amount of damage people don't want to buy a playstation they think is used or open for as much as they want to buy a brand new one and i estimated the cost to be somewhere around 100 bucks i mean there's just probably what it will end up costing me to resell that thing as opposed to a regular one with that was like in, in new condition and stuff like that the new condition ones with a perfect box would probably sell for a hundred dollars more is basically what I'm getting at and so I messaged them and I ended up calling them on the phone I was talking to this one associate and it was a weird weird system they they had me they were initially offered me 15% off and I was like yeah that's that's not bad but like I think that this is definitely worth more than just 15% off based on the damages, and so we went back and forth, and they ended up coming in at 25% off of this thing, so it ended up working out for me because they gave me 25% off the PlayStation, and I am not encouraging you to just go lie to them and say that you have damages to, like, things that come in. That's not what I'm saying, but if you do incur damages that are pretty substantial or just weird, like if it was a damage to the box, I've gotten boxes in before from Walmart that are cut up and stuff like that. And even like the product had like a damage to it. Like, I'm not going to go fret about that. I'm just going to sell it on eBay, say, Hey, this could have a slice in it. Like whatever, get over it. It's fine. Maybe make five less dollars, like not a big deal. But when it has car cleaning fluid all over it that I didn't order with the order at all. And like, or just some weird bizarre thing that's clearly like not supposed to be there. Like nobody was supposed to throw that in there. It was either Walmart's fault or FedEx's fault. And I know that if I was an eBay seller and I sold something on eBay and it showed up to a buyer like that, they would blame me, not FedEx. So I kind of went back to Walmart and I said, you guys are going to have to do something about this. This is your product. I don't care what you think FedEx did. You can kind of fix that with them, but you're going to fix this now. And I ended up getting a decent amount off. I mean, 25% off of 500, I think ends up being right around 125 bucks. So... Like, that's pretty good. I mean, I'm not I'm not complaining about that. It ended up probably covering the cost, and maybe it will actually make me a little bit more money, but I would to be conservative with it because, I mean, it was damages to the item. So either way, that ended up working out for me. I'll probably make around the same amount as I would on a regular one that didn't have damage to the box. But still, I mean, kind of wanted to make sure my bases were covered. And again, I mean, when you ship something out and it looks like that, there... You can't you. You just can't do that. Like that's not how it works, and that's not how eBay works. If if you sell something on eBay or Amazon and it shows up to the buyer like that, you're going to be held responsible. So that's kind of why I was kind of not happy with Walmart. I could have went through FedEx, but they are like I. I just I don't know how I would even go about talking to FedEx about that because Walmart they have, they have some sort of like, kind of, control over FedEx or I guess they have a little bit more of like a a power against FedEx, where Walmart's like, okay, you guys are screwing up, like, you're doing this sort of thing, like, fix it, and FedEx fixes it. If I call FedEx, they don't care what I say, like, I didn't even pay for shipping, it was free shipping, so what am I complaining about, like, shut up, get off the phone, yeah, we'll look into it, but they're not going to do anything about it, so, and they would basically say, you can't even prove that that was us. If Walmart calls them and says, hey, you guys screwed up, give us 125 bucks because you screwed up this order, they're going to give it to Walmart, because Walmart is one of their biggest, like, buyers, like, they ship almost everything with FedEx, so... FedEx is definitely going to be very concerned if Walmart says, hey, we have an issue here. Pay us money for what your damages were. They're going to say, whatever. I don't even care if we caused it. I don't care who caused it. We're paying it at this point because we don't want to lose this this massive, massive customer, which brings in undoubtedly millions if not billions of dollars in, in revenue for them every year with all the shipping they're doing. So it is it is something where I didn't want to go to them. I went to Walmart about it, and it ended up working out. It's just you gotta shake your head and be like, who's the guy that did this? Who's the? Or, doesn't have to be a guy, but like, who was it? Who, who was the person that thought the 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 move of the day is let's take a new PlayStation and chuck a bottle of open car cleaner fluid all over it? Like, it just you shake your head. You're like, I don't know what was going on. I don't know if somebody thought this was supposed to be like this. Like, imagine if they actually thought that that's how it was supposed to be. Like, oh, uh, this guy ordered a PlayStation and complimentary bottle of car cleaner fluid from the car cleaner guys. Like, like just weird, weird, like one of the most bizarre things that's happened to me, because then again I've never gotten anything that I haven't ordered in a package. So let alone a bottle of leaking car cleaner soap. Like it was just weird. So either way, happy to get that kind of straightened out and I'll probably end up making, like I said, normal profit on that thing. But it was super bizarre. And I guess the whole takeaway from this is it was and it ended up being worth my time because it was a super expensive item. And if if I'm gonna lose profit on it, I'm gonna get it back through them. So I ended up making I mean, like the call took me about an hour. I end up getting a hundred bucks or one hundred twenty-five bucks in that hour. So it was worth my time to do for sure. But you kind of got to take it into account whether or not it's worth it. If you're going based on principles, sometimes your principles for money may not apply. I mean. If it's something where your principal is, well, they screwed me, but it's only like a $10 item, are you really going to call Walmart and waste an hour of your time over a $10 item? You just return it. You're probably not going to make that much money on it anyways. But for a $500 item that you can make hundreds of dollars on, it may be worth your time to call Walmart and say, hey, you guys got to pay up. You screwed this up, and I don't care who it was. This is your responsibility. You are going to pay for it and, and go from there. Another quick takeaway is negotiation strategy that I was kind of deploying with the woman from Walmart and I honestly think I could have pressed her for more. I didn't, I I just, I felt bad because I think she was kind of getting stressed out with me on the phone. Like, most people don't call up and be like, hey, you guys messed this up. I need a, a discount on this. Like, that's probably not the norm for her on a a Tuesday night so she probably wasn't comfortable with it anyways but trying to negotiate with her she said she was going back and forth with other people I don't know if she was or not but just using some of the negotiation strategies outlined in never split the difference where you basically mirror what they say so if they give you a couple options you maybe mirror them back and have them either elaborate on them more or you kind of question them or you'll repeat their what they said and say hmm Like, I don't know if I, how do you expect me to do that? Like, that was one of the things I kept saying, like, I don't know if I can do 15% off. How can you expect me to do that with the damages caused here? And it wasn't, I wasn't saying it in like a mean tone. It was almost like, well, I don't know how I can do that. These, these damages look like they're more than $75 because they did. I mean, it's going to cause me more than $75 in loss for the sale potentially. So I was kind of looking at that. Like, I don't want to just lose money because Walmart screwed up. And she ended up going back a couple of times and ended up getting me a, a bigger discount and ended up almost doubling my discount. So it is what it is. I mean, just a couple of things to kind of learn there. If you have something screwed up, definitely call them and, and get it worked out. And don't feel like you're doing something wrong if they if they did something wrong with your package because it's not your responsibility, but definitely do it if it's worth your time. Don't waste time on small items and do it for that reason. Do it for bigger items, items that you know you may have lost 40, 50, 100 bucks on. That's the sort of thing you call them about and say, hey this is this needs to be fixed this needs to be remedied so either way that's kind of my takeaway for that and then also if you can read never split the difference which is an amazing book by chris voss was like i think the lead negotiator for the fbi for i believe it was like i don't know kidnappings and stuff like that international kidnappings it was something more uh, a better way of saying it than that but that's basically what it did it was it was like hostage negotiation so if you can read that book, it would definitely help you out, especially for garage sales and for things where you're just trying to negotiate with people. I mean, a lot of the tactics he laid out there, I was using last night and they worked really well. I mean, it's not like you're—it's not every person you're going up against to, to negotiate with is an expert negotiator. You don't have to feel all this pressure and stuff. And most of the time, the pressure in the situation is fairly low. Like if she said, hey, I'm not giving you anything off, I still would have made some money on the PlayStation. I would have been pissed because they screwed everything up. But I would have still made money on the thing, It just I wouldn't have made as much. So the pressure was relatively low, it was still going to be a profitable item, it just wasn't going to be as profitable as before and that's why I kind of went back there and made sure that I got my money back for what I was going to be losing in profit. So either way, that's where I'm at today. That's kind of my story from last night, a little bit bizarre but hopefully that can help you out and if you end up finding yourself in a weird situation like that, you can deploy some of that and hopefully get your money back. But. Either way, with that being said, I'm going to go. You guys have a great rest of your Wednesday, and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.